0: Oh, we some rock, yeah. yeah, baby We sip any background, <laughs> JB was good. Hey man, how's it going? Hey man, I can't complain, man. Taking indeed. my game, clocking my grill, talking shit and swallowing spit, you indeed, know. Indeed, 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 man. It's been a great weekend. It's been a great week, man. A lot happened, man. Absolutely, man. And uh, you know, everybody's been waiting. Everybody's been tweeting and texting and Instagramming. I talk to family I haven't talked to all year. <laughs> everybody's excited about Carrie, indeed. <laughs> yes, so without further ado, we have ESPN first take host and moderator, the beautiful, the talented, the sports expert, Miss Carrie Champion. Carrie, how are you?
1: I'm well, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm in San Antonio so right now, I'm obviously trying to watch the game and get prepared for our show tomorrow. But I was like, I definitely have to take a break and, and get on the show because you knew you've been on me. So I was like, I have to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> keep it real. I ain't mad at that. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, we definitely appreciate it, but people were hitting me like, man, you keep bothering that lady. Leave her alone. I know. <laughs> Like, you're
1: not you weren't bothering me you're persistent and i appreciate it persistence pays off so yes i appreciate it thanks for having me guys
0: it is our pleasure this is the highlight of i know of our uh our journalistic career yeah I know, um first take we pattern our show after you guys so the fact that you know to have you on is a big deal I, I don't i'm not trying to oversell it or anything like you you steven and skip are like the the blueprint for our show so we you know, to a degree, sure. we idolize you guys, so to have you on is a big deal. I'm humble. I'm oh, grateful. Thanks. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, uh, that's humbling to hear. Thank you. I appreciate it. For real. Seriously, thanks, guys.
0: Okay. Are you ready for the two-minute drill?
1: I'm ready, and I'm listening hard. It's a bit of an echo, but I'm listening. Go okay. ahead. Give Hit me with it. So If I don't answer correctly, you know I can't hear it, so okay. go ahead.
0: Okay. Where were you born?
1: Where was I born? I was born in Inglewood, California
0: west side okay Mm -hmm. what's your favorite book
1: my favorite book uh pride and prejudice by emily Bronte. i was a english major at ucla i grew up in pasadena born in englewood but grew up in pasadena and i took a lot of literature classes and when i was in school i fell in love at ucla i fell in love with this this author pride and prejudice and uh emily Bronte. she wrote all these really great books and they spoke to you know just women who were trying to live a different life when they were trying to be held down. So, which is no surprise, I work in the all-male industry. So that book that book really spoke to my, it spoke to my spirit. So that's one of my favorite books.
0: Okay, perfect. Blow the name of the book again for the young ladies listening.
1: <laughs> Pride and Prejudice.
0: Emily it's a Bronte. really
1: good book. And it's Emily Bronte, yes. They love it if they like period people.
0: Okay, okay. Now, who are you more like, your mom or your dad?
1: No, I'm 100% a half and half. My mom is spicy and outspoken and doesn't know fear, but my dad is so sweet, and he is the sweetest man you've ever met in your life. If you met him, he could charm you. And he'd be like, he can have $100 even if I ask for it. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be like, what do you need? Because you love him so much because he's so sweet. So I'm a combination of both. Okay. So that's tricky. I'm dangerous. I'm a combo. It's
0: dangerous. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Next question. What's your zodiac sign?
1: I'm sorry, say again? Uh,
0: your zodiac
1: sign? What's your
0: zodiac sign?
1: What's oh, I'm a Gemini?
0: That's okay. So you, you're like right. your mom and your dad and right. your twin. Yeah, I,
1: <laughs> that is scary. I, yeah, I told you. I give you both. I'm sweet until I'm not sweet. I'm nice <laughs> until I'm not nice. I am. I'm not playing until I'm not playing. You just don't know when it's gonna hit. I'm like, no, nah, I don't feel like it now. I'm tired. I don't wanna <laughs> play with <tournament> y'all <laughs> I'll expire on you in a minute. Like, we could be out hanging out, and if I don't feel like it, I'm like, I'm in. I'm done, guys. I can't do this no more. I'm expired. I've had too much fun. I'm
0: out. <laughs> All right, JB, we have to be on our good behavior now. We don't want to have to expire. In the middle yeah, of the interview. I, ab- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, I'm done. I expired.
1: <laughs> I, I'm expired. I
0: don't want the other side of that twin to come out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, no matter what happens to me, I know blank has my
1: back. Who has my back no matter what happens? Gosh, you know what? It's true that your friends are um, the family you don't choose. uh, You choose, rather. And so Mm -hmm. my friends, I have a really core group of solid girlfriends who hold me up. They're all in the media. They all know what it's like to to live this life and and just have that hunger and that drive to want to be successful and to want to uplift other women. And other people in general, but specifically women, because it's such it's a tough fight for us. So mm-hmm. my girls really hold me down, and so I, I have too many, So I can't name one, because then they text me like, why you say me, and then <laughs> say that one, why you say right. that one. So uh, my girls hold me down; they always have my back. It's unconditional. Your friends are the ones who know everything about you and still love you in spite of, like, because I'm not the best friend always. So they're like, I'm still I'm still riding with you, Carrie. So those are those are my girls. They always have my back. That's, that's a blessing.
0: What, that's what's up. That's a, That's very similar to me and JB. We grew up together in D.C., and we both are in Atlanta now. So we've been best friends since we were little kids. I mean, no, our parents know yeah. each other. Our entire families know each other. Right. So I, I definitely can relate to that. Definitely.
1: That's interesting that you guys have known each other since you've been kids, and you guys are still cool. Because sometimes you grow apart. You don't have the same dreams. You don't have the same interests. It's hard to keep your childhood friends. Like, I have a few that I've been friends with since college, but it's hard because you guys just grow, you grow apart eventually. Absolutely. You don't have the same, you don't have the same drive. You don't have the same ambition. So congratulations to you guys for keeping it together. Cause that's hard to do.
0: Oh well I, I gotta be honest with you. It hasn't always been easy. This cat over here gets on my <laughs> nerves sometimes, but
1: I could imagine. But that's what really that's like any relationship. You think about any relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, any relationship, it's so hard to stay um, together and on the same page because you really because you meet somebody and they're great and they're fun and you love being around them and then when you really get to know them you're like no they're kind of a butt like that's a jerk (laughs) move or whatever it is you still have to see their good qualities because everybody's not going to always be on and everybody's not going to see life like you and abide by what your rules are so for me that's why I'm just grateful I've been really really blessed in life and I've met a really good group of women that really hold me down in terms of who they have my back unconditionally, and they keep me going. Like you know, you need that. You you need a really good friend. So you got are lucky to have a best friend. that just at no matter what, at the end of the day, I got your back, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Right. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. We call that homies. We can't we can't say we best friends, Curry. That's only girls can say
1: that. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> we we're homies. We homies. Sorry. My bad. You're homie. Right. y'all not bff like you guys are like oh that's my bff that's absolutely not BFF. so no. much absolutely okay not. whatever so much. whatever I'm gonna, send, I'm gonna send you guys like a name plate that says bff oh, and oh, that's Lord. what you guys are going to wear like as an honor of me being on the show i want to see both you guys rock those plates bff no doubt no, no. doubt I, I tell you yeah. what
0: i tell you what carrie you sign it i will rock it every day yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly you got it <laughs> you got that's it. a deal Okay, let's wind let's down, <laughs> down the questions a little bit so we can get into where everybody uh, is tuned in here. And that's hear you he talk about uh, the finals. What's your favorite meal?
1: What's my favorite what? Meal. Meal. You know what? You guys, it's funny you asked that question because today I called myself one on that paleo diet. Have you ever heard of that? Have you heard of paleo? I haven't. No, nah,
0: no, nah, I haven't. I haven't checked that one. What's that one all
1: about? Okay, so it's it's, it's no carbs. It's fruit, vegetables, protein, no dairy. And it is supposed to just be – it's not about losing weight. It's just about how you feel, like right. energy, if you get more energy, if you can work out more. I don't need a diet. I'm fine. I ain't trying to lose weight. But I'm right. trying to have more energy because I go in all the time. Like we work all the right. time. I'm always right. working. eating right. on Sunday with y'all. So, so, so I, I feel <laughs> <yeah>. like <laughs> – so I want more energy. And so this is – it's apparently foods that are they call them inflammatory that they they um are they make you uh, I guess you would say and men don't won't say this but make you feel bloated make you feel more full than normal so you have wow. to get rid of some of these foods that <laughs> that make you feel like bloated and they're like butter soy. Right. You know, dairy, all that other stuff. So All that stuff I that love, tastes good. <laughs> all, that stuff that I, all that stuff that I love. I don't – I'm a big believer. I am a big believer in eating whatever you want. People right. be like, oh, you work out, you do that. But I, I do work out, and I eat what I want. I'm a big believer, and if I want it, I want to eat it. Your body craves it, so eat it. So right. I'm doing it for – I'm doing this for energy purposes, but I say all that to say, my favorite meal, honestly, would be like a steak with a baked potato. And so I'm, tr- I'm trying to give up. That potato is the killer because you know I love fries and potatoes. So <laughs> I'm, giving up, I'm giving that up starting today. So my wow. favorite meal, this is my, my caveat, my asterisk, is that I'm not having it with my baked potato. But I love a steak. I, I can appreciate just it. It's a really good steak.
0: Okay, a Morton steak, a Wilfred steak, or a Fleming steak? <laughs>
1: So, you know, I like Fleming's. You know, I live in Connecticut full time, so I've been eating a a lot at Capitol Grill. So they have this Kona, they have this this Kona steak, and it's like a bone in. It's so good. It's like a butter, back to butter, coffee butter rub, which is my favorite. So I can't get that anymore, but that's my, so me and Jamel, so you guys, I'm going to tell Jamel's business, me and Jamel, probably (laughs) three nights, Jamel Hill, who hosts, you know, uh, number of alive Oh nights. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Three nights a week we go to we go to Capital Grill and just just get at it. You know what I mean? Just have like a <laughs> steak and baked potato. We'll have we'll have like you know whatever. It just depends on whatever we're feeling. If we're feeling like we want to be healthy, we'll have some sushi or we'll have you know some. some Sashimi, whatever we feel like we want to have, we normally do steak though. So that's our that's our grub. That's how we relate. Like we get at the end of the day, we decompress, you know, have a couple glasses mm-hmm. of champagne and have some and have some um, steak because neither one of us feel like cooking. We can we can cook. Let's put that in there. We can. Okay. But when record. you're tired mentally, you just like oh, no I'm good I'm chilling y'all cook for me. Right. So <laughs> that's my meal. That's all that to say my favorite meal is steak.
0: Okay. Now, I see on Instagram you and Jamel are together all the time. I see y'all, your bond. I'm assuming, uh, I don't know how long you guys have known each other, but I know you, you guys are pretty much two of the biggest personalities on ESPN and you're two women. And I'm assuming that is drawing you guys together a little bit?
1: You know, uh, it's a funny story, and I tell it because she doesn't mind. You know, you all know that there's no secret that Jamel was um, up for the job for first take because she used to fill in a lot, and she was always the right. debater. She wasn't right. the host. But she was the the debater and when I auditioned for the job Jamel was filling in and we never spoke because it's like a high and bye and and we kind of looked at each other and she said hi her and I had a mutual friend in common named Kelly Carter who's a writer mm-hmm. and I would always hear about how great Jamel was and she would always hear about how great Carrie was but we never ever hung out and when I got the job Jamel as, as sweet as she is, I don't know if it comes across on television, she sent me this email, she welcomed me, she said she was happy that I got the job, she was happy that a black woman was flourishing on the network and that she had no hard feelings and she wanted us to hang out. Now, I didn't know how to work my email, right? So I <laughs> hadn't, I didn't respond I didn't respond for like a month because I was like wait, what's my email? And then when I finally got in I had like a thousand messages and hers wow. was like the very last one because she was the very first one to email me. Right. And then I emailed her, and I we hung out, and I said, I, I don't want you to think I was being rude. I didn't know you. I, I, I wasn't being rude. I didn't see the email. It was really funny. We always laugh at the story now, and we've been fast and furious ever since. And um, we've just developed just a really good friendship. She's just my dog. She's my, I call her my work lock. I can tell her anything about work or life or whatever it is because we both are, you know, we're on that same path, and we have the same struggles. We have the same celebrations. We... We enjoy the same things in life, and we can relate on a level that everybody can't necessarily relate. So it doesn't sound crazy when we're talking. Like it doesn't right. sound like we're on one, or it doesn't sound like we are really not appreciating, or or we're just or we're just crazy. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> like, oh, I get it, I see what you're talking about. So we've been we we get along really well. I think um I think what we do do, we try really hard to just stay humble because we know that this business is so flaky. And we don't take it for granted i get what god is doing in our lives and it's really amazing and i hope that we're making an impact and people are are be are influenced are encouraged and feel great about it um and so we are humbled by that and we keep each other even we just stay even I'm like wow this is great god is good look what's happening right now
0: yeah that, that, that that's beautiful that, and not to sound corny but it really is because i and i We have a lot of sisters on the show um, that are trying to get into the industry. We're on a network, so there are a lot of black women who do their own shows. Some of them are sports-related. Right. Some of them are just entertainment or what have you. And I know they all idolize you guys. I know they're tuned in tonight. I know they're paying attention. Is there any piece of advice you would give, let's say, a 26-year-old girl in Atlanta that is doing entertainment and sports news on a radio show and trying to walk in your shoes, trying to get to where you are?
1: You know, I – I started out locally in local news. I, I, I so my path is different from Janelle's. She started off as a writer. So locally and local news, I can speak to that. I I I literally yeah, was yeah, a one-man yeah. band. I was in Atlanta. I worked at CBS 46. I was, honestly, oh, that was honestly the best wow. experience okay. in my life because they they I I worked at CBS 46. I'll give you the background quickly. I started off as a one-man band in West Virginia, which means I was a I was a cameraman. I was an editor. I did it all. I was so <laughs> hungry. It didn't matter. I was so I didn't care what it took. I was about to do it to make it happen. I left Atlanta, went to Florida, got a weekend anchor uh, job at an NBC station, stayed there for four years, went to Atlanta. Big market, bad station. It wasn't great for me in terms of I didn't know how to work well with others because they had a – Atlanta's a different place. Like, that's a different yeah. – if you're, if you're not from there. And, 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 and if you live in Atlanta, you'll get what I'm saying. If you're not from there, you don't know what it's like. like imagine a California girl thinking it's an equal opportunity world. Right. It's just very different. Right. And so I worked there, and I, it was a humbling lesson. And then I was so, like, defeated after I left because I was like I didn't I didn't kill it like I wanted to. And then I was just like, I'm still hungry. So I still have fire in my belly, for lack of a better term. And I still want to do this. I, I love to tell stories. Uh, my advice for anybody who wants to do what I do or what Jamel does or what anybody does or what Sage does is that you have to have fire in your belly for this. This is something about this business is about passion. It's not about being famous. It's about passion. You have to love what you do. For me, is it's connecting with people. It's telling stories. It's. meeting people I love it I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's a wonderful experience and the high that I get from it is irreplaceable I can't change this I couldn't go sell clothes and love this I couldn't be an attorney and have this same passion I have to have passion because you have so much to deal with you need to have that fire in order to proceed in order to want to do more and persevere so if you're not passionate about it don't do it If you want to be famous or you think that we're sitting up here being cute because we got nice clothes and we wear makeup and things are funny and we're laughing and we're meeting great people, that's all ancillary. That's all aftermath. That's all secondary. It's hard work. Absolutely. So you have to be passionate about it. So if they are passionate about telling stories, meeting people, being the watchdogs of society, making a difference, have at it. That's all you need.